Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome. We are now in NBA Grounders Live. I'm Will Priester, Chief Justice 06, joined today by my man, Justin Carlucci, the Looch. Justin, what is up, my friend? I must. Just got back from a little vacation, ready to talk some Thursday hoops. Had a, had a busy week, a lot of basketball, World Fantasy Championship. So I, I've been in. I'm ready to dive in. Let's get to it, my man. Man, listen, talk to us, talk to us about, I don't want to open any, any wounds here. Talk to us about the DK online experience. I, I've only been to some live finals, haven't done an online yet. What was it like? How did you feel? I know you didn't enjoy uh, where you finished, where you placed, but outside of that, man, how was it? No, it's all good. They did their best to incorporate that, to get that live feeling that you were there. And, you know, it's COVID, it's COVID season, it's 2020, and everybody's adapting. So, you know, kudos to DK for doing everything they can. Kept everybody engaged with, you know, doing some online stuff. I did one of their online shows with um, Coach S and uh, and Creighton. Christy Metzger was on it a couple times, too. So they kind of did some live lookings like we were at the NFL draft. So pre-lock, they, like, just checked out my, my condo at the beach. I'm sitting there, you know. Uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, eating a bowl of cereal or whatever. They just want to take a look at us like they were checking in. But it's all good, you know. Live final didn't work out how I planned. I, I had one lineup, and I, I kind of got cold feet stacking that Denver-Utah uh, game in game one. And I kind of played not to lose and not to win, and that, that was my error. But then again, you saw the same matchup yesterday, and Jamal Murray goes from ceiling game to being garbage. Uh, and it was a blowout, but he just was not very good. So, I still feel like I made some decent calls, and um, you know, here we are. Time to move on. That's the thing about DFS. You need that short-term memory. Got to move on, and we got a great four-gamer today, my man. Let's get into it. Yes, sir. I mean, listen, we're kicking it off. One of my favorite games on the slate, uh, no spoiler alert. You guys know I love the late-game hammer, but I like this Miami Pacers game, especially on DK where the salaries are you know, really, really fair, in my opinion, uh, on both sides. Uh, let's talk about it, man. Who do you like from Miami here? You know, what are you looking to accomplish? You know what? I like a lot of Miami pieces, and it's it's tough to say because, you know, you think of these two teams, kind of a like a grimy series, you know, a lot of defense. Uh, I like Bam on DK, 7,500. Uh, Jake Crowder still questionable, by the way. Real-time update there. Uh, but I like Bam. You know, they ran a lot of that offense through Bam, a lot. And I've been targeting Miles Turner for your, forever, and as long as I've been with Roto Grinders, I don't think he's as good of a defender as it says on paper. Yeah, he averages a couple blocks a game, but I mean, look what Joel Embiid did against him a couple of weeks ago. I'm, I'm not comparing Joel Embiid to Bam, but they ran a lot through Bam. These usage rates even spike even higher during the postseason, and his price only went up two hundred dollars. This is a guy who who's going to be aggressive. He's going to have his way. He's going to be able to rebound. So, so I really like Bam. I, I Drogic, 5,900 on DraftKings, finally got the price hike that he probably deserves. Um, and I'm hoping that drives a little bit of his ownership down. He's been great inside the bubble. He averages over 1.3 DK points per minute. Going off the top of my head here, his usage is like 27. This is across 100 and something minutes. He played 34 minutes against Indiana. And he only played 34 minutes four times in the regular season. So here's your classic load management, baby him during the regular season. Kendrick Nunn was a DNP. I, I like the, the, the Drogic, the Dragon, whatever you want to call him. I like him to keep rolling here. And I think he's a decent contrarian option on DraftKings because there are a lot of, of ways to go with value at the point guard position. Oh, man, you, you're talking my language. Guess what? 
We have now gone under the TP. We're hitting Chiefs' first lock button of the day. Two coming <laughs> from this game. Uh, I am hitting a lock button on Goran Dragic and uh, Bam Adebayo here. And I'm playing on FanDuel. Uh, but listen, lock button extraordinaire. No way I'm fading these guys at these prices. Uh, I was very pleased to see Goran Dragic get the minutes. Uh, read an article, and I wish I had that article to put up there on the screen. But basically, you know, uh, uh, you got Coach Folster saying, look, we're here to win. We're not here to – this isn't about people's feelings. This is about trying to get – accomplish the goal, not the role. That's what he said. Those are the specifics. We're here to accomplish the goal, not to keep people in their role. I think Goran Dragic plays another 35 minutes today. Uh, I'm not saying Kendrick Nunn is going to DMP, DNP. But when you got Dragic at 35, I think that's helped to get Tyler Hero off the bench and give him solidified minutes in the playoffs. I'm really heavy on this Miami team today. Dragic, Butler, Bam, Hero, those are some of my top exposures. Uh, really excited to play this team. Uh, lock button, folks. Bam, Dragic, that's just what I'm doing. I don't ever tell you to do exactly what I'm doing. But, you know, if you're in the lower t- – uh, uh, Lower percentage category, I think you need to bump up your shares. I think this is a huge game for the for these guys. Indiana, uh, what are we looking at over there? I want to backtrack just real quick. Tyler Hero, 4,600 on FanDuel. This is a guy who played 34 minutes as a 20-year-old kid. A lot of trust in him. He's earned that playing time. He's been great. He's, he's going to handle the ball a little bit when Drogic's not on the court or maybe Drogic and Butler are off together. He only hit one three-pointer. You know, he was one for five from downtown, I believe, in that game. 34 minutes, the kid averages just a shade under one point per minute. And I'm, I'm looking at our, our FanDuel projections. We have him at 5%. So he's a guy I'm going to be a little bit over the field. We have him going for just 21 FanDuel points. You know, I'm probably going to customize that and bump that up just a little bit. Yeah, he's a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm not even looking at, at the screen right now, but I'm thinking you're liking what I'm saying here about Hero. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm going to have plenty of Tyler Hero. You guys know I don't mind telling you where I'm at. Uh, when I'm pulling up my bill right now, I'm at 30% Tyler Hero already. Uh, that, that's where I'm at right at this moment, and I don't plan on changing. If anything, it goes up. We're not going down uh, on Tyler Hero here. So, I mean, as you guys can already hear, I am pretty heavy uh, on this Miami team today. Uh, just it's, and it's purely the price, and I think these guys are really underpriced here uh, for what for for the minutes they may play in this spot. Let's hop on back over to Indiana. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few guys here. Uh, on, on DK, I like Mac- Malcolm Brogdon at 6,900. I think that's fair. I'm not playing Victor Oladipo. I'm not playing Aaron Holiday. I'm not playing Miles Turner. Uh, I don't hate TJ Warren. Um, Justin Holiday, if he picks up a few minutes at 3,900, I don't hate. But this team is pretty convinced, condensed in their minutes as well. Uh, most of the minutes are going to be soaked up by Brogdon, Turner, Warren. Uh, and, I, and I do think Justin Holiday is a better player than Aaron Holiday, and that's just not recency bias. If they're going to have him at really low minutes, I can't play Aaron Holiday even with the start. Oladipo, I'm just fading because I don't think he's quite there. I think there are other guys I can get that have a little bit more ceiling uh, for the price. I don't mind Oladipo at 5,600 on FanDuel. You know, he got poked in the eye. It's not like he had problems with his legs or anything. Um, obviously, we got to see if he plays. If he plays, I'm, I'm probably going to be less on those holidays of the world, you know, and, and then because I think that rotation will even be a little bit tighter. You know, Edmund Sumter, don't chase that if if Oladipo plays, in my opinion. I, you know, he's a tough player regardless, but he saw a lot of run in place of Oladipo because he's a very similar wing player, one of the guys I have off the bench there. Um, you know, I'm probably staying away from Victor on DK, but I, I wouldn't mind having a few shares of Oladipo at 5,600. You know, I'm not going crazy, but if he's active, I'll have a little bit. Other than that, man, I'm not really crazy about T.J. Warren. 
needed four steals to hit where he got last game. I don't think he's going to hit four steals again. Uh, you know, the usage will be there. But if Oladipo comes back, that obviously uh, t- takes hit a hit on Warren as well. I like Brogdon regardless, and especially DK, 6,800. He's been really good. Um, and I think he'll he'll get to where he needs to be. And you know, he's a decent ceiling. Not the best matchup, but in a four-game slate, you can't really be picky. So I think we're pretty close. Similar thoughts here. I'll have a little bit of depot if he plays. Good. I mean, I like it, man. Uh, if we don't have anything else, I think we're going to move on to the next game. Uh, OKC at Houston Rockets, which is really not an at because they're in the bubble. No one has a true home court advantage. Des, uh, uh, Devin, let's go ahead and cue that sharp side uh, uh, promo. Listen, everybody. Hop on in the shark side. We've got the street contest going right now. Uh, Different price points for where you're at in your streak. Uh, Some of you are just, you know, total failures like me and at a streak of zero. Guess what? You can get that streak started back over again today. Start at one. Let's get it rolling. And the higher up you go, the more bucks you're going to make. And in the end, you'll get that money deposited right into that FanDuel account. So a really good contest, which is going to lead me to my lot better today. You know, we've got uh okc here at houston my boy dennis schroeder just had a had a terrible game uh against this team the last time out but hey you know i'm i'm looking he shot three for 12 put up 11 fantasy points i i think i think he's a little bit more efficient i think he's a little bit more involved the usage has always been there all season obviously i think he's you know in running for six man of the year i'm expecting dennis schroeder to go over 30 fantasy points today I should be well over the field in terms of ownership. I know we've got him at 27. I think I'm sitting at about 40 right now. Not afraid of it. I, I think this is a prime time bounce back Dennis Schroeder spot. Don't get in your feelings about the previous performance uh, and, and let it ride. So he's one of my favorite plays from OKC. Still going to have massive exposure to Chris Paul. I will say this. I'm hitting the Danilo Gallinari X button today. I think we got the upside from him in the last game with that price increase. I don't see Danilo as a guy that can consistently get 40. I just don't feel that way. I, he can consistently get 30 at 6,600 and 6,500 respectively on FanDuel and DK. I, just, I don't think it's worth it to pay the price. He got the X button for me immediately. And then my boy, Steven Adams, 5,600. Got him projecting that really low ownership on DK. I know he's only center eligible. I think you may need a little bit of value at center today, at least there or utility spot, specifically because you're going to want to pay up for a stud that's on the other side of this game or further on down the line. Justin, what are your thoughts on the OKC Thunder? Yeah, I like Steven Adams a lot. And I don't think he matched up with a P.J. Tucker small ball Houston team, you know, after the Capella deal. And I was curious to see how they'd approach that. Because Billy Donovan's not afraid to roll out some Baisley or even roll out some Gallinari at the five if he has to. But Adams got pretty much his full allotment of minutes, 28 minutes and a little a little bit of a blowout game. And he had his way with Tucker. And it's interesting to see this chess game, you know, with the P.J. Tucker matchup that the Rockets now roll out. And uh, Adams had a great game, and I think he'll take advantage of it again. I think he's generously priced at 5,600. I think he should be at least like 62 or something like that. So I'm definitely – I don't even have to look. I'll probably be over the field on Steven Adams. I, I think he's fairly safe bar in foul trouble or anything like that. I expect this game to be a little bit more competitive. And this team needs some veteran leadership here. You got Chris Paul, who did pretty much everything last game. He needs some help, guys. Dennis Schroeder and SGA can't play as bad simultaneously again or else this game's going to be ugly again. SJ has had a couple of clunkers in a row. He's 6,600 on FanDuel, normally in the sevens. 
And I think that's a good bounce back spot. I was on the pod with Kirkwood last night and he felt the same way. You know, he's the wild card here, as he said, and I agree with them. <sighs> Something's got to give. OKC needs some contributions from one of these two guards. So I think it's worth taking a stab at them for sure. What do you think about the OKC side of the ball, Chief? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm really heavy on Schroeder today. My favorite guy, he's the, he's the pro- I've got more ownership on him from OKC than any other player. Chris Paul is coming in at a real close second. Um, you know, he's like two or three percent below. I, I wanted Chris Paul at about 40, couldn't quite get there, but I was comfortable where I'm at. Um, so that's where I am, man. I've got massive exposure to Schroeder, Paul, and uh, Steven Adams. I, I'm well over the field on on those three guys. So listen, we're going to hop on over to uh, the Houston side of the ball. I'm going to let you talk about James Harden. I've got a hot take today. People are going to think I'm crazy. Uh, remember, I'm primarily playing on FanDuel today. There's a method to the madness when I give out the hot take. I'm going to kick it over to you, Justin. You don't even know what my hot take is. Can we play James Harden today? Of course we can. Yeah, you're leaving me on a real cliffhanger here, man. Obviously, we saw what happened with the Lakers' first game, and it was all AD, all LeBron. We went over the numbers on the morning grind. LA couldn't buy a bucket from three. LeBron still had 17 assists. We'll get there. And though they are absolutely in play. The ceiling's there, but it's hard. This is going to be real fun if you say I'm fading Harden. But it's hard to fade Harden because, listen, folks, he played 13 regular season games without Westbrook this year. His output and assist of three was his lowest. That number will be up. You're like, okay, well, he grabbed 11 rebounds. That's fluky. Without Westbrook, he averaged over seven and a half rebounds per game. So he's rebounding without Westbrook. He had a fluky low assist game, the lowest of that 13-clip sample size. His 37 real points, an efficient 37 from James Harden, I think he shot over 50% from the field, was his fifth lowest of the 13-game output without Westbrook. He only played 34 minutes. If this game is close, we're going to see him around 40. The guy still put up like 50, what, six DraftKings points. Everybody's like, man, we didn't get that 80 bomb, you know, and then you have to wait and you see LeBron go off and all that. I you. I'm going back to Harden here. I will have builds around my L.A. guys for sure, but I will have more Harden. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't throw any tomatoes at the stage or heavy fruits. Uh, I will be fading James Harden today. Uh, Harden <laughs> got the X button. This is my hot take. Harden's 11-7 on, on DK, 11-8 on FanDuel. I'm not telling anyone to fade Harden, Okay. That's what I'm doing. Here's my reason why. And I'm not going to hop too far ahead because we'll discuss it. I think LeBron is James Harden right now with the amount of minutes he's going to play in the playoffs. They're not holding LeBron back. Uh, They're not holding AD back. I think both of these guys in the 10K range are going to be completely comparable to James Harden. I'm going to take the savings that I get. And play, and play more Jimmy Butler, play more Chris Middleton, play more of the mid-range guys alongside, uh, you know, all, all the other pieces that I'm playing. So I'm going to be well over the field on LeBron, just like I was Monday, well over the field on AD. I'm not telling anyone to fade James Harden. I'm just saying I think there's a road where we can do it and get the same upside from guys that are $1,000 cheaper. Just my personal hot take. I'm hitting the X button on James Harden today. If he go, listen, if James Harden goes for 65, I can still win a tournament without James Harden. 
If he goes for 70, I can probably still get there as long as my anticipate. And I'm, I'm not into predicting the future. It's just what I see from LeBron and AD and these guys that are going to play <laughs> massive minutes. Jimmy Butler is going to play upper, upper 30s minutes. Bam is playing upper 30s minutes. LeBron's playing upper 30s minutes. AD's playing upper 30s. Dragic's playing upper 30s. Uh, Nurkic is going to play mid-30s. He's too cheap today. There are so many roads that I see that uh, we can get a massively high-floor, high-ceiling lineup builds just by getting rid of James Harden. And it's mainly because I'm a little bit higher on LeBron for the price. Look, not telling anyone to fade James Harden. That's what I'm doing today. If Harden gets 70, I think I can still recover from it. If he gets 80, I might be in trouble. Let's say this. Cash games, I think you play James Harden. I do. Um, I, oh, no, no, no. Guys, you know I'm playing tournaments. Let me clear that I, I, I just want to make I'm not clear. playing James Harden in tournaments. Cash games, totally different build. Because okay? I know that question was coming, so I figured yes, we cut yes, to chase it. Yes. And I will say this. I will say this. I, I like your stand on FanDuel because you don't have that flexibility. On DK, you have so many guys that can play all these guard positions. There's a ton of value there, too, but you can kind of, you can even, you know, if you want to get nuts in, like, a huge GPP, you might be able to play Harden and, like, an AD together because there's so many, like, 4K guys. Yeah. But if you want to get nuts. But look at look at the, the shooting guard position on Fandle, just to kind of help you out here a little bit. It's you loaded. Got an, you got an underpriced Chris Middleton who hasn't really had a great game, but at 7K, he's hit – he, can, he should walk and hit 35 FanDuel points, which is five times value. You got Jimmy Butler who should walk and hit five times value. I'm talking as like an average game. You know, you throw in some steals and blocks in there, high minutes. You got a discount on SGA who's been pretty bad at 6,600. You got Victor Oladipo who, if he's healthy and plays 34, 35 minutes at 5,600. We know, you know, he has 35-point upside. You got Schroeder who's always at that, you know, mid-fives range. You know, we've seen him in the sixes. But you, you get a Schroeder bounce back game here. You have ways to go for tournaments. You got Tyler Hero below 5K. You got Terrence Ross hanging around there who hit a bunch of shots. So you have a, a good a, – some depth at shooting guard on FanDuel where you're like, you know what? Like these guys that are floating around in the mid-range have, you know, 50-point upside. We know James Harden has 90-point upside every now and then. But you you can make a case for what did you say the under the TP chief call there uh, you know I'm not calling you crazy I promise I won't throw anything at you yeah man I've already got hit by a tomato by K Mac L A um, wiping <laughs> off the the, the 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 tomato residue as we speak uh, look that, that's just my personal take now here's the thing though guys because look if I'm fading James Harden you got to assume I'm loading up on other guys. I'm not just going to fade Harden just to do it. You got to think that through. Listen, I'm going to be massively over the field on Eric Gordon today. I like what I saw from Eric Gordon. I like where the minutes are. Eric Gordon has 40-point upside uh, in any given spot. No Westbrook. They're going to stagger these guys. You know, and, and Gordon can shoot the rock. If he gets hot, if James Harden has one of those rough playoff games and Gordon, and Gordon has to try to, you know, uh, uh, help pull the team along until Harden gets going – uh, I'm not saying Harden is going to be a failure, folks. I think he's going to be fine. I am going to be well over the field on Eric Gordon because I'm fading James Harden. So uh, that's just where I am on this team. It's got nothing to do with Harden. It's got everything to do with the way I want my salary distributed on FanDuel. So uh, there we let have it. Let me ask Go you ahead. this, Chief. Let me ask you this. We got, I'm looking at our uh, project, projected ownership here on FanDuel. We got Rocco coming off a couple clunkers, hasn't been shooting well, coming in at 54%. Price dip sixty seven hundred. I really wasn't like really expecting him to come in that high, but if that's what we're looking at, what's your stance on Roko? Oh, I got the X button on Roko today. X button, and I have the lock button on Eric Gordon. Let me just go ahead and tell you now. 
I've got three lock buttons today, and you've heard all three of them. Gordon, Drogic, Bam. Those are my three lock buttons on FanDuel. Uh, take, uh, do, do with that information what you wish. And you know, Power Forward is a wasteland today on FanDuel. And every exactly. other slate, it seems like we're getting that way. Jeff Green got that price hike a little bit, 5,100. He's been playing some good ball, but I think I'm more prone to playing him on DraftKings. And the thing with this Houston team is why all these wing guys are so GPP, I think Eric Gordon's the safest because he's like number two in command and he's in the best form right now. Played 30 minutes, you know, he's obviously all back from that injury. But is it going to be Rocco? Is it going to be Ben McLemore? Is it going to be um, Jeff Green? Like, who's going to make their catch and shoot shots? Is it going to be P.J. Tucker? Because that's what it is. That's where these points typically come from when it's James Harden driving addition. Catch and shoot threes. Eric Gordon is probably the best one out of that group to put the ball on the floor. So I think he offers a little more versatility for that offense. And uh, he's my other, you know, out of those guys we mentioned, you know, those role players on Houston, he is also my favorite player. 4900 on DraftKings. What is he on FanDuel, Chief? Same price, 4900 oh, yeah. on yep. a spot where you got, I mean, tons of value at small forward. I, thought, I, I feel like he's the best value, uh, which is why I hit the lock button. And look, guys. When I hit the lock button, I'm living or dying with my decision. If they come through, I'm good. Listen, Justin will tell you, I show him my screenshots every night. Like, he knows exactly how I play, exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, if it hits, I'm good. If it doesn't hit, I'll, I'll live with it and see it tomorrow. But most of this most of this bubble season, I've been right there. I'm just going to keep plugging along. My boy, Tori J, just hit me with two more tomatoes. Dang, Tori. I'm trying to look at my screen here, but I got this red juice in my eye. I can't even see clearly. Uh, but I do like Jeff Green at the center spot. He asked about Jeff Green. Uh, I do think Jeff Green is, is still going to be in play. Uh, and, I, look, I think we took a lot of time at this game because of my hot take. I'm going to go ahead and no, move us no. along to it's the next game. game. It's an exactly. important game. Exactly. Here we go. Your Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Disney World, not the home team, Orlando Magic, put a stomping on the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday they are back at it again. Vegas comes in and showing this team no respect. Yet again, Milwaukee minus 13. Got a team that did the same thing last year against Toronto. Uh, Steve Clifford is a coach that I do like because he's a defensive-minded coach, wants his team to play hard. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch this game, so I didn't get a chance to look at the film. So I don't know if there were bad shots taken or anything like that. The other games I did get a chance to watch, so I was able to kind of see what was happening Looks like we've got Markel Fultz here, cheap again. Evan Fournier, cheap again. James Ennis, cheap again. And Aaron Gordon may or may not be back. I've been following that closely. Still don't have anything for sure. Justin, what are we going to do with the shock of the world, Orlando Magic? Oh, man. <laughs> I like the Bucks to bounce back here. And this was the punch in the face they probably needed. Orlando was playing some pretty bad ball before the postseason. Dinged up with injuries. I want to see what's up with Aaron Gordon. I haven't heard anything after his questionable tag here. You know, Augustine had 11 and 11 in 23 minutes. Fultz played 29 minutes, played a pretty efficient game. On DK, Fultz is 45 now. Augustine's 43. Um, on that slate, I believe Augustine was like 35. And I talked about this in the pod a little bit yesterday. I, I don't know if you could play them together at these prices. Maybe. But, you know, I talk about you know, their prices are in the mid-fours now together. There's still a chance of a blowout. I, I don't think there's a way Budenholzer is going to let Vuce go for 35 again. I just feel like 
there has to be some kind of an adjustment. And you know what? They made the, Gary, the Gary Clarks of the world beat them. Gary Clark took 12 shots, all threes, made four of them. You know, James Ennis took five shots. Three of them were three-pointers. Evan Fournier had a clunker, you know? So I, I kind of like Fournier and a bounce back. I'm not thrilled about his upside. But I do think Orlando's going to have to shoot fairly well again from beyond the arc to, to kind of hang in there. Um, and, you know, they made 16 threes last game. You know, Fultz isn't the best three-point shooter, and he's getting 29 minutes. So I do worry about a little bit of a blowout here. I know there's four games, and, and usually I try not to worry about blowouts, and the Magic looked really good. But Vuce was 15 for 24 from the floor. You know, are they going to have that type of success if he plays at that rate again, Chief? Uh, look, I think Vooch can still get there, even in a blowout. Uh, we did, we did get a price increase. I mean, and look, a lot of this right now is hinging on whether or not Aaron Gordon plays. Uh, if he does play, is he going to get 30 minutes? I'm not sure. I'm personally just not going to play Gordon at all. Um, and I, I have limited my exposure. I'm not playing DJ Augustine, um, only because, you know, for me guys, and this is just my personal deal, deal breaker or tiebreaker, if you will. I like guys that are going to play minutes. And if you're a low-output guys, uh, a low-output guy, if the, if the usage isn't there and the fantasy points per minute aren't really there, I don't really like to play you in limited minutes. So if I'm going to play a guy that's playing 22, 23 minutes, you know, I like to see him in that 1.2, 1.3, you know, fantasy point per minute, 1.1 fantasy point per minute category, somewhere up in there. Uh, you know, I, I, I just – I don't think DJ Augustine gets enough minutes to hit this upside every game. So I'm going to take my chances and hit the X button and I'll, I'll and, and I'll play Terrence Ross and I'll play Fultz, who's getting close to 30 minutes. Those are the, those are the ancillary pieces I prefer to play. I do think Evan Fournier is a bit too cheap, like 5,100 on FanDuel at a at small forward. I, I think that's just a little bit too cheap. So I'm going to have a fair amount uh, of, of Fournier, but overall, I'm not playing Augustine today. Don't hate Vooch. I think I'm probably going to be right in line with the field on him in terms of ownership, but I'm going to be over on Ross and over on Fournier and maybe a touch over on Fultz for sure. I like Fultz. He, you know, he played more minutes. He's with the starting unit, like you said. Uh, you know, the upside is there. I like a guy who can score over a guy. Who, you know, Augustine had 11 assists, and, and those Magic guys were hitting their threes. You know, for me, I'll take the guy who's a little more aggressive in Fultz. I don't hate either of them. You know, on DraftKings, they're both pretty cheap. Uh, I will say a guy that I'm going to be over the field on this is probably George Hill. He played starters minutes, you know, depending, you know, depending on what Wesley Matthews offers you. Side note here, Oladipo is available to play. So hopefully we get a little more info in the next hour here. You know, available can mean a lot of things. But yes, I'm, think, I'm, yes. thinking he play, I'm thinking he plays some pretty good minutes, you know, just with a poke in the eye kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I do like George Hill as a cheap piece in this game. And I think he's a little bit of, you know, people might chase the, the Augustine box score. And I think you get to get a little bit of leverage there with George Hill. So he's interesting. And I, like I said, I said it before, Middleton is cheap and he hasn't really had a, had a good game in a while. The thing is at 7K, he doesn't have to be really good to give you what you need. You know, high floor guy, typically, I think Milwaukee comes out and plays a lot better. You now that was pretty embarrassing for them. So I'm just kind of spitting names here on both sides of the ball that I'm into. And, yeah, Vuce, he's only 83 on FanDuel. It's not like he's 95, so it's not like I'm disregarding Vuce here. I don't like a ton of the center plays at their price point on FanDuel, so I definitely will have some Vuce exposure. And based on our ownership projections on FanDuel, it seems like everybody feels the same way. There, There's nobody projected over 30% right now on FanDuel. I do think Brooke Lopez has a chance to bounce back after that clunker. 
uh, just kind of you know saying what I'm seeing here off the top of my head. I probably won't have a lot of Miles Turner. If you listen to any podcast, you know I'm not typically a Miles Turner guy, especially with everybody healthy. What are you thinking, Chief? Yeah, man, let's hop on this Milwaukee side. Uh, Bledsoe is really cheap on DK, and the ownership reflects that. We got him projected about 37% right now. I think that's okay. Uh, Chris Middleton, we've got him projected at 14% at 7.2K. And this one actually really caught me off guard. I I, I expected Giannis to come in closer to 30% today. We've got him at 18.4 in terms of projected ownership right now on DK. Uh, I... I was just shocked to see that. I, I thought he'd be closer to 30 today. No big deal. Brooke Lopez, closer. He's around 35% on DK. Only center, center eligible. That tells you kind of where we feel like owner sentiment is uh, for, for ownership there. So I don't hate Brooke Lopez at 5K. I think he's got 30 to 35 point upside. I'm not saying he goes out and gets a 40 spot. You know, occasionally he'll have those four or five block games. And, you know, on a site like FanDuel, four or five blocks can really put you – you know, set you apart at the center position. So I don't hate it. You talked a little bit about George Hill at 4K. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm remembering the playoffs last year, this is pretty much the same scenario where Bledsoe and Hill kind of split the minutes. This isn't anything new. I mean, Hill was playing mid-20s, upper-20s minutes last year. I think he continues uh, at 4K. I think he's squarely in play on this slate for value. He's a, uh, a trustworthy guy who actually led the NBA, if I think, in three-point field goal percentage this year. That's interesting. So put him out. I mean, he clearly they trust him. And, you know, I, I think he's a decent little value play if you're kind of pivoting off some of these Magic guys. I do want to ask you one question, backtracking on the Magic side of things. What's your take on James Ennis if Aaron Gordon plays? Uh, I'm not playing James Ennis if Gordon is in or out. Uh, X button. Guys, my player pool is really trimmed most days. Uh, I take shots on guys that I feel like have the upside when I'm playing cheaper guys. Uh, James Ennis does not get 30 fantasy points on the regular. Let's just put that out there. He's really more of a 20 to, you know, 25-point guy, sometimes under 20 if things don't break his way. So I'm not thrilled about playing James Ennis. I'm, I'm just hitting the X button. That's just that's just my statement. I don't mind Ennis on DK especially, uh, just with with kind of making my builds here. Uh, if Aaron Gordon is is not limited, I don't like him as much because because Ennis has been rebounding. He's been getting rebound points regardless, and he's been scoring kind of double digits. So you know if you get twenty four out of him, that's six times value, four K. It's it's fine, but uh, I will I will kind of probably make some decisions if I see Aaron Gordon is going to play because obviously I know you know that rebounding total will probably take a hit too. Magic are going to be tricky, to, you know, to figure out. You know, Aaron, you throw Aaron Gordon in there, you knock a little more usage off your, you know, uh, your Augustines and your Markel Fultz's too, right? So um, that you know, him on the court, you know, affects quite a bit on that Magic side. Yeah, for sure. I think that about wraps it up for this uh, Orlando Milwaukee game. Let's move to the premier game of the night in terms of television. I think this is the one that most people will watch because they'll still be at home. Kicking back with some wings, uh, kicking back with a burger. We're not going to get into food. If you want food, you got to catch us on the podcast. We will be talking <laughs> about it later tonight. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, one of the hottest teams in the bubble, outside of the Phoenix Suns, which is sitting at home, which is very disappointing, uh, versus those Los Angeles Lakers of LeBron and Anthony Davis. My boy, Justin, what are we doing with the Portland Trailblazers? They just don't stop, do they? They just don't stop. They got to be tired, but but they're not. Dame keeps getting it done. You know, Lillard, we've seen some like 70-point games out of Lillard. He had a 
like I said, a pedestrian 35, four and four, very efficient game, 35 real points. Awesome game from Dame. They got it done. And I know what you're saying about Harden, and I totally get it because I will have exposure to these Lakers studs. AD, 33% usage last game, hit 28 real points and shot 33% from the floor. Nobody else on this team is getting anything done besides him and LeBron. It's the epitome of a two-man game. If you're going to get – I love you know, the block upside on, with AD. Block steal upside on, on FanDuel for sure. And um, you could definitely build with AD. And, and he, guys, he has 70-point upside too. So basically what I'm getting is James Harden probably is the highest floor on this slate, uh, especially if you're playing cash games. But I do like these Lakers. Portland can be scored on. And, and it's kind of what we talked about last week on the podcast. Who's going to guard either him or LeBron on this Portland team? And the answer is nobody. Nobody. Zach Collins is out. He was a sweet matchup regards. Carmelo is not going to guard either one of them. You know, Nurkic, does he have the lateral quickness to see, you know, maybe some AD at the five tonight? Maybe we see some AD at the five? No. He, de- he definitely does not. And then LeBron, you know, the, the Blazers are really missing that Al Farouk Amino type guy, that Mo Harkless type guy to throw at a guy like LeBron because uh, that Trevor Ariza guy that they brought in, he's not there. It, there's nobody. There's nobody. And that's no disrespect to anybody on Portland. But what does LeBron call it? Zero Dark 30 mode when he shuts off his Twitter. And he didn't do that. But you look at LeBron in the bubble. He was casually having like 50-point DraftKings game, running up and down the court, making jokes with Michael Porter Jr., smiling and laughing. He didn't care about the bubble games. Here we are. It's game time. It's game time. And they still lost to Portland. They don't have any help. You know, none of those guys can hit their shots. So I, I, I'm AD and LeBron, man. You know, get your shares for sure. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. I look, I, I'm hitting the X button on Damian Lillard as well. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much. And, and listen, guys, when I say I'm hitting the X button, sometimes it's a it's a choice between you know what I want to do and what I feel like I have to do to get the exposures on everybody else that I want, right? So just because I'm hitting the X button, that doesn't mean I'm telling you to not play someone. And so I did want to clear that up. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you to not play James Harden. I'm not going to tell you to not play Greek. I'm not telling you to not play Damian Lillard. But what I am saying is, you know, if I want to get more exposure to LeBron and more exposure to AD than the field, I have to trim off, trim it off somewhere. And if I feel like LeBron has equal upside to the other studs on the slate and he's one of the cheaper ones. And I feel like Anthony Davis has equal upside and he's a little bit cheaper. Like Anthony Davis is cheaper than Dane. And I feel like Anthony Davis has more routes to get the 60 fantasy points than Dane does. Dane has to score about 45 real points probably to get closer to 60 fantasy points where Anthony Davis could get about 28, 10 rebounds, three, four assists, two or three blocks, and he's about there. So it's it's never saying I don't want to play a guy or something like that. It's really more thinking through the scenario, right? And especially on a site like FanDuel, like me and Justin talk about, where positions are locked in and salary distribution is locked in, I'm willing, and I'm fading Giannis on FanDuel too for, for what it's worth. I know I didn't say that, but it's because I want massive exposure to LeBron James. I want massive exposure to Anthony Davis. And the only way that I'm able to do that and still get the ownership that I want on the other guys like Chris Paul, like Brogdon, I have to fade the two other studs. And that's the only reason I'm doing it. Uh, so, you know, I'm just kind of giving you a little peek behind the curtain as to why I, uh, I, I do that. So, so there we go. Um, on, on the, on the, uh, the, the blazer side, a guy I'm really high on today 
didn't really come through for us the last game. Uh, I'm really high on Gary Trent. I know that he put up a stinker, didn't really play well. I'm more than willing to play a guy like Gary Trent at 4,800. You know, you're, you're asking me why am I going to fade James Enos? James Enos is projected at 42% on FanDuel, uh, on DK folks. We've got Gary Trent projected at 10%, who, while, you know, he's a little bit more expensive, I think he has higher upside mo- most days than, uh, th- than James Ennis. And it's the same thing on FanDuel. I'm going to be well over the field on FanDuel on him. Uh, he, he's probably my favorite blazer, him and Carmelo. I like Carmelo more on, on FanDuel where he's 5,500 at a small forward spot. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Last question on the Blazers, and then we'll, then we'll kind of talk about a little bit more of these uh, of the Lakers and maybe if, what, what, what do we do if Rondo's in, if Rondo's out. Then we'll take some questions maybe at about 10, about 12, 10. What are we going to do with Hassan Whiteside at 4,900? I'm going to put this teaser out there. Hassan Whiteside had five blocks the last game. I'm not expecting five blocks. What do we do with Whiteside at 4,900 if we think he's going to get 25 minutes yet again? I mean, I won't have a lot of them. You know, I see stuff like that, and that's a crazy outlier, especially on FanDuel. And if anybody knows me, they know I hate blocks and steals, you know. You know, some NFL league, NFL fantasy leagues are getting rid of kickers. I would, I just want to get rid of defensive stats. I'm probably the minority on that, but it just really grinds your gears when a guy who's chalk, or I'm not saying he was, but like, you know, chalk guy gets five blocks and steals. How does that make you feel? Pretty bad, pretty bad. But it happens, it happens. It's part of the game. So I'm not going to have a ton of white side. Um, you know, I'm just thinking here, you know, point LeBron. I mean, look what happens with some of these guys who don't always handle the ball, you know, see 75% of their offensive possessions with them with the ball in their hands. Look what Donovan Mitchell's upside is with the ball in his hands. Look what Joe Ingles has been doing, you know, with the ball in his hands. Look what LeBron has done running the point. Look what Jimmy Butler does when he just takes over in the fourth quarter and just takes the ball every possession, you know? So these are the guys you want who are handling the ball. And, um, you know, even if Rondo plays, he, how much is he really going to play? I'm just guessing it probably won't be a ton. So, um, and I do think, you know, you know, depending on where you go with value, if you're getting crazy in large field GPPs, you can, you can play LeBron and AD together. They are, they are the, the epitome of a two-man game. And if this game's going to be close and Portland doesn't really play much defense, it's going to be these two guys that are getting it done. And both of them have many paths to get there. And like you said, you made a great point. Damian Lillard is typically scoring dependent. You know, he has his games where he has 10, 11 assists here or there, but he doesn't really rebound. He doesn't oftentimes have 10 or 11 assists. You know, he's a scoring point guard. They, LeBron and AD both fill it up. And per, I do like Giannis. You know, how do you not like Giannis? You know, you like Giannis all the time. Per dollar on DraftKings, I do like these two LA guys a little bit more than Giannis. You talked about the flexibility, kind of why you're fading Harden at his price. And, you know, the path to you – know, when you play playing MMA, you talk about how many paths to victory do they have. Well, I think both these you – know, AD and LeBron both have paths to victory in terms of hitting value tonight. Uh, anyway, Portland side of the ball, I won't have a ton of weight side. I'm not sure exactly what I'm playing yet on FanDuel. If I'm playing large field, you know, like the $3, 150 max kind of thing. I'll have a couple shares, sure. Maybe Nurk gets in foul trouble. I don't know. But I'm not crazy about the whole weight side thing. Gotcha, man. And I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, another guy I did want to highlight, I am well over the field, well over the field on Nurkic on FanDuel. Nurkic is under 8K on FanDuel, folks. 7,700. I know he only put up 35 the other night, but we've seen Nurkic put up over 40, over 50 in this bubble. I think there's a road for him to do it. I mean, even the other night, man, put up good stats. You know, didn't maybe have as many blocks and stuff, but I, I like Nurkic here. I think he's too cheap on FanDuel. I think he's the best center play on FanDuel today for what it's worth. 
Uh, and then, you know, back over to the Lakers. I, I talked about Gary Trent. Back over to the Lakers here. We don't know if Rajon Rondo is going to play. I don't think it's that important. I don't have any shares right now. But what I will say is this. Rondo's 3K on DK. He's 3,800 on FanDuel. If we heard that he was going to play, I would assume he got 20 minutes. You know, how do we feel about Rondo uh, in 20 minutes? I'm not sure, but I just want to put that out there. I'm not saying he's playing, but he is the minimum on DK, which I think makes it a little bit more interesting when you're talking about whether you consider playing or not. If he gets 20 minutes for 3K, could put up 25, 30 points. Don't yeah. hate it. Don't love it. But just something to put out there, keeping it, keeping your back pocket. He could be a guy you could squeeze in late, especially if you need to swap someone out at the end of the night. You know, Rondo is a guy who could put up an ugly five, six, and four stat line, and at three K, that's not the you know not the end of the world. You know, and uh, Portland's bottom third in the league in defending pick and roll points per game. And what does Rondo do? He runs the damn pick and roll all the time. So I, I don't mind taking some flyers if we know Rondo's getting twenty minutes. The Lakers need all the help they can get right now. They're not getting any from anybody outside of LeBron or AD. Danny Green's got to do something. That's why they got him, right? How big of a, how big of a, of a miss is Avery Bradley right now to this team, Chief? I, I think he's a huge miss for this team defensively. I mean, you know, if you watch the games, I mean, listen, I watched Dane in that last game just come down the middle of the floor with no resistance. Uh, you got to think Avery Bradley would have been providing some resistance on a lot of these perimeter plays. So and Danny Green, I think, is a guy they thought would do that. But yeah. listen, I'm not going to completely blame him. And the NBA team defense is a big deal. And listen, mm-hmm. you need guys that can guard one-on-one, but you need somebody that's going to help. You need somebody that's going to, you know, be able to shade the opposite side. I just I, – I don't know what's going on with the Lakers, but but in terms of their perimeter defense, but if they don't fix it, uh, it's going to be a detriment to their championship run. That's all I got on this game. Uh, we're going to try to take some questions. Guys, if you have questions, let's start throwing those things into the YouTube chat. I'm not sure if we have any in the regular NBA chat, uh, but let's go. We're going to stick with these YouTube questions. Justin, I'm going to try to read them and kick them to you. Uh, if you could handle most of the DK questions, I would appreciate it. I'm going to try to handle FanDuel, uh, and I'm just going to start here with Sean. Uh, Sean, I don't want to mess up your name. I think it's either Coin. Or cone. So let, let's go with that. Don't want to mess it up. Uh, anyway, Sean, uh, this from Sean Duncan Robinson, 3.9K on DK. What do you think, Justin? I think, you know, cheap GPPs, you can play him. He looked horrible in the first game. He just couldn't make a shot. This is a guy who's historically one of the best, had one of the best three point shooting seasons ever. Um, you know, he, he kind of looked a little bit lost. I'm a little worried about Tyler Hero picking up a lot of minutes. He's a guy who's very scoring dependent. So, Depends what you're playing. I'm not playing him in cash games. I'm not playing him in high stakes. If you're playing in a GPP with like 100,000 entries, you'll probably get pretty good ownership on him. So uh, he's worth mm-hmm. the stab. But that, that's probably the only consideration I would make with him. Here we go. We got uh, favorite value play on FanDuel Power Forward. I think for me, uh, it's going to be Jeff Green. I think that's where I'm headed today. I know he's 5,100. I think he's going to be my favorite value. Uh, Oklahoma fan, this says, who's your hat? If you're asking about me, this is my Charlotte Hornets hat. I am a Charlotte Hornets fan uh, grudgingly right now, but hopefully that will pick up. Kelly O for value at center? I don't think so. I think the minutes are, are down now. I think this, this offense, like we talked about, is going to run through Bam. I think Bam's going to handle most of the minutes. Here we go. We've got a question here. It says LeBron Clark 
or AD and House. Not sure what site. Um, I'm going to maybe assume FanDuel because we're kind of swapping salaries. Uh, Landon, let's see if we can clear that up. I promise I will circle back. As of right now, I would prefer LeBron, LeBron and Clark, but it's it's really close. If Anthony Davis is it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If Aaron Gordon is in, I'm probably out on Clark unless he's like super limited. I know Gary Clark can get there, but he's going to, it's like reliant on the three ball. Right. So yeah, that's tough. And I'm not crazy about Daniel house right now either, but uh, yeah, me either. Make an Eric, make an Eric Gordon combo work in that one somehow. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. And and I said that earlier, somebody asked a question. I'm kind of out on house because with Gordon there, I think it's taking away his upside. Uh, thoughts on Duncan Robinson value on FanDuel. I think it's okay, uh, but the, the price between him and Hero isn't that big of a difference. I think you just try to get Hero instead of Robinson on FanDuel. This is from Brandon. Don't want to insult you here, Brandon. McGee or Dwight Howard? I nope. say neither. Justin, what say ye? Nope. I'll pass. Here we go. Alex, Bo. Alex, Bob, Alex. Here we go. Thoughts on stacking Giannis with Middleton on DK, Justin? Um... I mean, they've Middleton is cheap enough that it, that it could happen. It wouldn't be my first move. You're also banking on that being a close game as well. Vegas has it at 12 and a half. I know the Magic won the first game for sure. Um, I think it'll be contrarian. I do. Giannis could go for 70 and Middleton could go for 42, but the game's got to stay close. So I think you'd have to run it back with someone from Orlando if that's the, if that's the way you're going to go. You'd be different for sure. Yeah, I like it. Uh, here we go. Uh, best value on DK. That's another one for you, Justin. Who you got best value? I've got a guy I want to throw in the hat. I'm going to let you roll it first. Mm, I mean, what do you consider value? If we're talking under 5K, we both like Eric Gordon on the show. Um, honestly, we know these rotations are tight, and there's not a lot of players under 4K that I'm willing to play You know, for decent <laughs> amounts of money today. Um, obviously, you got to consider the Magic guys. I do like George Hill. A lot of guards here we're talking yeah. about. You know, Fultz is going to get that run. If that game's closed for three quarters, I I would think Fultz is pretty safe. So if we're talking, you know, safe guys under 4,500, you know, 4,500 or less, I, I think it's Fultz for me. But I do like George Hill. The playoff yeah. minutes are real. There we go. Justin, let's go lightning round. We're about three minutes against the clock here. Oh I'm going to throw it out. We'll fire him out. Uh, here we go. Do you like playing Giannis and LeBron together? That's going to be a no for me. Uh, and that was for DraftKings. That's going to be a no for me. On FanDuel, what is the punt position? I think you're going to punt one small forward. I think that's the way you're going to do it. Or you're going to punt one shooting guard or punt one power forward. I think you're punting one in, in one of those spots and spinning up on the other ones. Uh, here we go. I would be running house and Gore together. No, don't want to do that. Value centers on FanDuel. Let's go Steven Adams. Steven let's Adams. go yeah. and let's go Lopez. Brooke Lopez, not Robin. Uh, Mark Cole, thoughts on Schroeder? Schroeder is my guy today. Really over the field, I got about forty percent Schroeder. Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm rolling through these fans. No, go for it, my man. Oladipo and Schroeder, thoughts there? I don't hate it. I'm not as high on Oladipo. I, I don't feel like he's quite there. Schroeder's my guy. Here we go. DK, DK Adams in center and Whiteside and Util. What do you think? I'm I'm still not big on Whiteside, man. I I don't know. I know he had five, I don't forty nine hundred. I mean, you need a lot of things to go right there for Whiteside. Mm-hmm. Here we go, Mad Hatter. First move on FanDuel. Who you locking right away? For me, it's Goran Dragic at sixty one hundred, playing thirty five minutes. Uh, thoughts on Schroeder on DK? Yeah, why not? I mean, fifty five hundred GPP. You know, score independent guy, but he get there decent matchup. They need either him or SGA 
to get going, and it's going to be one of them. Here we go. One minute away. First move on, fan, uh, not that one, Schroeder and Nurkic versus Hero, Vucevic on FanDuel. I'm going Schroeder, Nurkic all the way today. FanDuel, CP3, Augustine, and Danny Green, or Hill, Fultz, and Middleton. Uh, as of right now, I go Hill, Fultz, Middleton. Anthony or Gordon, Anthony or Gordon, FanDuel, small forward. Um, let's let oh let's go Gordon Eric Gordon that, that that's what I would do Eric Gordon there best DK utility under four K for you Justin one minute out best UT uh boy here we go scrolling down George Hill George Hill pencil him in there we go oh he's four K um, flat th- thoughts on Jay Crowder not playing Jay Crowder today not for me DK M Morris is a value I would say no on that one what about you Justin no I'm good on Markeith. Here we go. FanDuel Whiteside Whiteside versus Tucker for center punt. Uh, I think I'd actually just side with Whiteside for the upside. I think you find the money and get up to Lopez. Thoughts on Jeff Green. Love Jeff Green today. Been playing in the whole bubble. Not going to fade him now. Like him on DK. Like him on DK. Three-point bonus. Any value for center? Ladies and gentlemen, I am so sorry. Hate to to cut off the questions. Looks like we were getting a lot of Jeff Green questions. We like him. Would you play Schroeder and SGA on FanDuel? That would be a negative. I'm going to side with Schroeder. Over SGA, even though I still think SGA has the upside. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 1220. We have hit the end of the show. Thank you guys for joining us. For Will, Chief Justice 06, for Justin Carlucci, the Luch. We are out of here. Catch you next time.